0: I felt isolated I felt stupid because I was all over the world talking about this beautiful family posting all these amazing Instagram photos with this big smile and I have dimples so when I smile you see it and I was miserable I was miserable but how could I walk away from that How could I break up the family that I had dreamed up? How could my husband cheat on me? How could I put the father of my kids out of our house? Hi, I'm Miss Danielle, and this is Help a Human Out. This is a podcast where we find connection in the things we're sure nobody can connect with, where we shine our lights for other people we're in darkness every week we'll start out hearing from a member of our community that's you and find a person who can help guide them through it sometimes it's gonna be some serious stuff and sometimes it's just gonna be regular uncharted territory but to kick off the show I thought you should know who your host is maybe you should know a little bit about me
1: and that's where I come in I'm not Danielle I'm Nora McInerney I'm the founder of Still Kickin'. I'm the host of Terrible Thanks for Asking. I'm a person whose work centers around the hard things in life. And that is reinforced for me that everyone needs to feel heard and connected and everyone needs some help. And I've known Danielle for many years. It turns out over 20 of years, over 20 years. That's bonkers. How does that happen? But as grown-ups. Danielle is a person who has lit the way for me plenty of time. She's also a person who has done everything first. She was the first of us who worked in media. She went by Danny Starr then. She was the first of us to get married and divorced, the first to have a kid, the first to have a kid with medical complications. Danielle has lived a really big, hard, beautiful life. And haven't we all, or isn't that at least the goal? Our lives are also really, really different. My life has also fallen apart. Uh, My boyfriend got cancer. Then he became my husband. Then he became the father of my child. Then we lost our second pregnancy. Then my dad died. Then my husband died. You see what I mean? There is no one person who knows all the answers. But because I'm a person who has written and podcasted and lived through hard things, people tend to just ask me questions about their hard thing. But I don't know everything. I really don't. And the entire basis of this podcast is the value in having a person who shares your very specific experience. So I I do these Instagram lives from time to time. People ask me all kinds of questions. And I got this doozy, which I'm going to read to you. It's, how do you move on from an ex when they're the father of your child, when you are consumed with anger and pain? And you still kind of love them? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't have an ex that I share a child with. I have a dead husband that I share a child with, and I'm remarried, but I'm not trying to move on from Aaron. I did a whole TED talk about it. But do you know who can answer this question? Our host, Miss Danielle. And this is how every episode of Help a Human Out is going to work. We take a question like this from our community, and Miss Danielle, finds the person who can answer it. So after the break, that's exactly what we're going to do. Here at Help a Human Out, we reserve one free 60-second ad space for a BIPOC business. So if that sounds like you, send an email to podcast at stillkickin.co and we can get your ad on our show. Today, we are talking about an amazing business called Theramone's Body Oils. Theramone's Body Oils was started by Athena Blue two years ago after she relocated to Wisconsin for work during a very harsh winter, which is basically all winters in Wisconsin and the upper Midwest. Athena quickly realized there weren't any products in her local stores that were designed for black and brown skin and hair care, so she decided to make some herself. Theramone's Body Oils work on all skin and hair types, and keep everything feeling healthy and soft. They're made from natural, non-toxic, cruelty-free ingredients, including their signature tri-oil blend of almond, avocado, and shea nut oils. And these oils smell so good, so good. You don't even need to wear perfume or cologne when you use Theramon's oils, that's how good they smell especially recommend their spice and twilight oils winter is coming it's basically here don't let your skin and hair suffer shop theramones at theramones skincare.com that's t-h-e r-a-m-o-n-e-s skincare.com we've also added a link in our show notes and we are back I'm gonna let Danielle take it from here because she's the one who can answer this question.
0: So I come from humble beginnings. I grew up in North Minneapolis. My mom is legally blind. She worked a ton of little odds and end jobs. My dad was an alcoholic and kind of abusive. A lot, a lot of abusive, actually. We worked through that. He's in heaven now. And It's been a long, a long journey. But seeing everything that I saw as a young person, I knew that I wanted to do it all differently. I remember thinking, okay, either I'm going to become this or I have to run from this. And as much as I love my family, I was trying to run. I needed to run. I needed to break some generational curses. So when I discovered the love of my life at the time, I was like, this is it. We're going to get this house. We are going to get married, have these babies. It is going to be forever. And nobody can mess with my forever. Except the person I married and wanted the forever with decided to mess with my forever. Oh, we got a house at 25. I was pregnant at 26. He cheated. That's, that's what it is. He cheated. And you know what? I don't even, I'm not even mad at him for cheating because, well, years later, retrospect, I realized that people cheat and it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't love you. Sometimes they just cheat. We loved each other. We deeply loved each other. I would have done anything for him, including look away from the infidelity. But then I couldn't. Because after the infidelity, somehow it started to feel like it was my fault or that I was being blamed for it. And that was something I couldn't deal with. I felt gaslit. I felt isolated. I felt stupid. Because I was all over the world talking about this beautiful family, posting all these amazing Instagram photos with this big smile. And I have dimples. So when I smile, you see it. And I was miserable. I was miserable. But how could I walk away from that? How could I break up the family that I had dreamed up? How could my husband cheat on me? how could I put the father of my kids out of our house? Because even though he did everything wrong, he didn't walk away. I had to be the one to tell him to leave. I was the one that essentially broke it up. Even though he made all the mistakes, it all fell on me. And I was devastated. I didn't know what to do. I knew I had to leave. I knew I had to, but I didn't know how. I had no idea how. So now I'm supposed to be a single mom with two little girls in a career that is just nonstop? How do I do that? So I didn't do it right away. I stayed. I knew I wanted to get a divorce, and I waited an entire year before I even said it out loud. But I said it to my best friend. And then she was like, yeah, about damn time. And I was like, what? You didn't tell me? And she said, well, you had to figure it out on your own. And I'm like, no, girl, you could have told me, but that's a whole nother story. (sighs) So there I am getting ready to go right back down that road of divorce. And I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. Because to the outside world, it was a beautiful marriage. Produced two incredibly beautifully wonderful human beings. They're amazing. But it was all going to blow up. It was going to end. I needed it to end. I wanted it to end. It had to end. And so I ended it. And it wasn't easy. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. Legitimately. At the time. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Things have popped up on me since. But at the time, it was the hardest thing I had ever gone through. I had to tell people who came to my wedding, (laughs) who gave wedding presents, who really showed up for my marriage, who believed in us. I had people telling me, oh, you can't walk away. You have to pray. You have to do this. I'm like, I prayed every night. There wasn't enough prayer to save that marriage. And I didn't understand why I had to be the guilty one. Why do I have to feel like this is my fault? I didn't want to feel guilty anymore. I didn't want to feel gaslit anymore. I loved him the best I could. And I remember when I stood in court, two babies had come from this marriage. So much had come from this marriage. And I stood there and I said to that judge, I tried my best. I meant that shit. I really did. I walked away because I had to. I walked away because I refused to show my daughters that this was what love looked like. Strangers passing in the night except the night happened to be my house. They didn't even see us together. They had co-parents living in the same house. We never fought in front of them. We never argued in front of them. They didn't see any of that. But they knew. They knew. Kids know everything. You can lie all you want to your kids, but trust and believe they know. So I walked away from my marriage, terrified, had no idea what to do next. Then I realized, I'm going to be okay. I have to be okay, right? Yes, this is not the life I planned. I didn't get married to get a divorce. He cried when I walked down the aisle. I was like, yes, this is it. It's going to work. He might have been crying because he was marrying me. But that was self-doubt. For so long, all I thought it was like these negative thoughts, like this is awful. But the truth is, I have learned that everything in my life that has been really messed up has changed me as a person, has made me better, has made me more empathetic. And Lord have mercy, I have a huge level of empathy. I kind of need to tone it down a little bit, actually. But. That divorce was the beginning of something amazing. It gave me back all my power. I realized after that divorce that I had given up all of my power, not only to just a man in a marriage, but I was stuck in a career that I didn't like. I felt suffocated by being a mother. And all of this was the trickle down effect. Of a terrible marriage. He was a good person. He just wasn't my person. And when that divorce happened, it felt like death. And you can't even say that out loud because other people have experienced death. The loss of their partner. It felt like death. It felt like something I was never going to get through. I was miserable. I cried at night. I didn't eat. I lost weight. I looked good, but I was miserable. And then one day I wasn't. One day I woke up and I was a little less miserable. And I could see the other side. I could see that I wasn't trapped anymore. And after the divorce papers were final, the only person that was trapping me was myself. So I walked away from everything. Literally everything. I even walked away from my kids for a week. Don't judge me. I, ha- I needed a mental health retreat. I needed to figure out what the hell was going on? I jumped on a plane and I went to London by myself. I don't recommend that, by the way, because I almost got snatched up. But I do think you should travel and, and love yourself and do all those things. Just be safe about it because I really did almost get snatched up. But I traveled to London. I needed to find myself. It was like eat, pray, love, but on a budget, right? So I just fig- I tried to figure out who I was. And that's hard because when you get a divorce, all you know is your family. All you know is your family unit. I woke up in a world where the person I loved the most somehow stopped loving me. When somebody dies, we mourn them. We get to go to a funeral. We get to celebrate their life. We get to celebrate the experiences. We remember some of the tough times too. When people get divorces, uh, it's like hush, hush. Shh, don't talk about it. I wish I would have talked about it. I wish people would have talked to me about it. Because all I could focus on was the negative and not all the good that came from that marriage. I got two beautiful girls. I got confidence. I grew. I transformed in that marriage. That marriage ended but it was the beginning of me. It really was the beginning of the rest of my life. I walked away from my marriage. I soul searched. I cried. I didn't eat. And then I ate so much that I couldn't fit any of my jeans anymore. I was all over the place, but I was free. I was free, and I hadn't felt that in years. I didn't belong to anyone. I didn't feel trapped or isolated, but I also didn't know how to move forward. How do I live the rest of my life when I had a whole different plan? Sometimes you got to make a new plan. Sometimes the plan that you had, it's not even going to measure up to what is coming your way. I could have never imagined that that divorce would push me to my limits. That I would realize from that divorce how strong I am the power that I have. And then I demanded it. I took it back. And I realized that that wasn't serving me anymore. And so many things in my life weren't serving me anymore. I fully believe it was a trickle-down effect from a bad marriage. You're stuck in something that doesn't feel good. You're stuck in a job that doesn't feel good. It didn't even feel good to mother anymore. I'm not even ashamed to say that because I love my kids, but nothing felt good anymore. I mourned alone the loss of my marriage because divorce isn't something people really, like, talk about like that. I wanted to post happy photos because there were some good moments, right? But people misunderstand you. People definitely misunderstand me. I posted a picture of me holding his hand after somebody was killed. A black man unarmed by the police. Could be any year at this point. I posted a picture holding his hand. We went to dinner to talk about him being safe. We weren't together. And I posted the picture and people were awful. Why don't you let him move on? Oh, you're still in love with them. No. I care deeply about this man. He's the father of my children. Everybody had something to say. Nobody was saying what I needed to hear, though. Congratulations, Danielle. You did it. You saved yourself. You saved your family. If we would have stayed together, my children would be miserable. And so would I. And him too. I saved this family. We are a dysfunctional ass family. It's me, my ex-husband, my future husband. Got a smile on my face when I say that one. And our babies. And whatever girl their dad happens to be dating at the time because they just are cycling through. But I don't judge. I hope he finds someone he loves. That divorce changed my entire life. And of course I worried about if my kids were going to be okay. But I waited. And what I recognized and realized was that they were going to be much, much worse off if I stayed. Because if I stayed, I was going to wind up hating him. And I only disliked him at the time. I tried really hard not to hate anybody. But I disliked the hell out of him. And I was double dutching over the line of, I can't stand him. I might creep into the hate zone. Hating him would have done nothing for my kids. It would have been such a disservice. I didn't want to hate him. I was mad as hell. I did some things I'm not proud of. I said some things I'm not proud of. I was angry. And now I'm thankful. And I know that sounds crazy. This man cheated on me in my house. My marriage blew up. I I hated it. It was so bad. But it changed my entire life. I'm okay, by the way. My kids thriving in this economy. How? They are. We all are. Because what I've learned from my divorce, more than anything, is that sometimes when you do walk away from something, as scary as it is, as terrifying as it is, especially when it's like, Something that kind of was supposed to last for like a lifetime. Sometimes when you walk away, you walk right into freedom. And that's what the hell I did. I walked right into freedom. I'm free. I'm so free. Because I walked away from a marriage. And then I liked the way that freedom felt. And I thought to myself. Why stop there? I walked away from a job that was paying me six figures. And I'm not saying that to gloat. It's important to understand that I grew up with very humble beginnings. So walking away from six figures is a big deal. But that freedom was right there. And I liked the way it felt when I walked away from the divorce. So I said, if I could do that, I could do this too. Took a little while. Next thing I know, I'm walking away from a job that I have spent 15 years in. I tasted freedom again, and I liked it. And little by little, after that divorce, I realized that that ending was the most beautiful beginning I had ever seen. Everything changed. Everything. So, of course, your kids are going to be okay. You are going to be okay. You're never really going to get over your ex. I don't even think you should try. Your ex gave you amazing things. I think we have to shift our perspective. I'm not the friend you call when you want to say that you want to walk away from the marriage. If you want a friend to try to support you in staying, I'm not that friend. If you call me and you tell me you're ready to go, I am like, okay, let's go. Because I don't believe in staying in something that harms you. And whether you like it or not, if you are where you are, you were being harmed, your partner was being harmed, and your children were being harmed. And now you can all heal and move forward. Trust and believe. Freedom is on the horizon. You will all be okay. Your ex will even be okay. If my ex is okay, yours will be too. (laughs) Life is crazy. It has all these twists and turns and you never really know where you're going. Just don't get stuck. It's a good question to ask. How do you get over your ex? You don't. You don't. You focus on what that relationship, that partnership brought to you. You keep the good parts. You had some beautiful moments with your partner. It's hard to see those beautiful moments and we focus on the negative. I know that. But you have babies that came from that. There was love once. There was laughter once. And you got to try really hard to cling to that. To find that again. Not because you want that marriage to work. By all means, congratulations, walk away. Feel the freedom. But because being angry and having that pain eat you alive, it's not for you. It's not for you. It's not for your ex-partner. And it's not for your kids. Freedom sometimes looks like letting go. Control the controllables. Your kids are going to be fine because your kids recognize the power in you. Your kids are going to be great because I'm willing to bet you are going to figure out a way to co-parent. You have to, right? It may not be easy at first. I will not tell you it is. I couldn't stand his ass the first year. But now, right before I started taping this podcast, he FaceTimed me. And he had a red Fu Manchu, I think they're called. The hair around your mouth and your chin. It was red. I was like, hey, nice red beard. I never thought we would get here. We did. Now that can't happen for everybody and it probably will look different for you. But if you're worried about everything being okay, I'm going to make a suggestion. Start planning your new life. Don't forget about the remnants of your old life. Remember the things that lit your spirit up in that partnership. Don't focus on all the negativity because now that you're moving forward, you, don't, you can do something different. Demand something different. Tolerate something different. You're going to be okay, of course. You have survived all of your worst days. You are going to be just fine. And honestly... You might be even better. I'm excited for you. Beautiful things are coming because because you can navigate this. You can do this. You can set this up for how you want it to be. And this is what we'll do every week. One person, one problem, one podcast episode at a time. Help a human out. If you have a topic you'd like addressed on the show, let us know. Record a voice memo into your phone and email it to podcast at stillkicking.co. And we'll take it from there. That's podcast at stillkicking.co. Oh, and 10% of our show makes grants for people going through some hard stuff. We like to help people out. (laughs) Let's see what I did there. You can learn more about that at stillkicking.co. We also reserve one ad buy in every episode for a Black, Indigenous, people of color business. So if that's you, reach out. Podcast at stillkicking.co. Help a Human Out is hosted by me, Ms. Danielle. Our executive producer is Nora McInerney. Emma Martins is our associate producer. Audio production by Red Rock Music. We are a production of still kicking links are also in the show notes. You can follow me at miss Danielle Ferentino on Instagram at still kicking co on Instagram and all things help a human out still slash podcast.
1: Planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen,